What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Comeback Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Jennison, the man, the myth, the legend, the man that's going to change your wife. And today, inside the podcast, well, this isn't even actually my podcast room. This is Ryan's podcast room. It's actually, we won't go into what this really is for Ryan, right, Ryan? <laughs> Ryan's dungeon with all his toys and shit. But what I got today is a very, very special guest. In my opinion, the most beautiful, most loving, most kind soul I've ever met my wife in my life, which is my wife. And we're going to be bringing some... We did these a while back, two, I don't know what, two years ago, maybe? Yep. We were pretty inconsistent with that, but um, <clears throat> we went we went consistently at the time. We were doing, I guess, comeback couples, right? There's no real names, but what we do is get on here and we talk about relationships, talk about um, the, the, the family, talk about the business, talk about, just talk about life. But one thing that has changed, um, and I actually have a topic somewhere we'll go on this, but one thing that has changed since the last time we did this is your personal growth and personal development. Absolutely. You didn't, for, for you guys that are in the comeback, like internally hearing me talk about this, you may or may not have heard about it, but Kendra runs a, the same program that you guys are in the same lifestyle events shit that you guys do, um, called lethal ladies. And it's really what it's, it's not about alcohol, but it's about the women becoming, I mean, I'll use my man's term, but the most powerful, most elite version. She has something different. I think it's her most lethal and most badass self, right? That that's what you call it. Right. Um, so I'm going to hint on just a couple of things. So I'm just going to be straight honest in the, the conversation we're having right now today. The intention and desire behind this podcast is to actually educate and inform um, the husbands to tell their wives about getting on the same page. So subliminally, I'm going to be pitching to you guys, just so you know, and I'm going to be telling you, hey, you should have your wife join this 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 program, this movement with my wife. And why should she be led by, or why should your wife be led by my wife? Well, because my wife is the secret to my success. Right. I mean, there's a lot of things that have done, but I give you credit for it all the time, probably more than you actually. Probably more than I would give myself credit for. hundred percent. But I know because I pay attention to the actual same thing as guys, the KPIs, which are the numbers. Numbers don't lie. I mean, we were, we were not poor. When we got together, but we weren't rich. And now I wouldn't, I would say we're rich in many ways, but we're also financially okay. And like the growth has been huge there. So, but today's topic is going to be a little bit different. I actually have been waiting to do this. Um, I'm going to read the post real quick. Bear with me. Okay. I'm not the best reader. Um, you better enjoy that now. So this is a post that Kendra put out on her personal Facebook. And if you haven't yet, have your wife go find her, Kendra Jennison, follow her on there. Uh, you better enjoy that now because when she gets here, all that's going to, all that changes. Do that before you have children. You won't have the time for that once she's born. It's a whole different world once you have children. If you've ever said this to a woman, stop. Don't. Hold that damn thought. The perception that a woman's entire life gets put on hold all because she wants to have children is absolutely ridiculous. No wonder so many women go through massive depressions after having children. Suddenly their life isn't theirs to live anymore, right? She has a question mark there. They've been told a few things. True. It's true. Having children does change everything but only for the better. You, you get to do everything you love with them. It's not a limitation. It's not a weight that holds you down. It's another life that you get to teach how to live. So continue to do what you love. Don't put your life or dreams on or the light inside of you on hold. Show that little one how to live. Perspective is anything. Now, I have to disagree with you on one thing. Of course you do. You said this. You says having children change everything for the better. I can never find my toothbrush. I haven't been able to use my <laughs> own fucking toothbrush. 
I can't. I can't. Oh, I can't. maybe <laughs> except for that part. I can't go to the bathroom without alone. So, Never alone happens. Without somebody bugging me. No, and you're 100 <laughs> spot on. Right? I agree with you 100. Um, even for my own journey, oh. and for the men that are in the program, that's really what I teach, which is how to be a good dad. Right? How not to be a piece of shit. And when you're not a piece of shit, you're a good dad. You're 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 everything. But what I want to do today is I want to actually just ask you a couple questions and and get your perspective on what it is. Obviously, this post came from somewhere. Yeah. Right? That was inside of your mind. Yep. Yeah. Somebody was told you these I would imagine these top three things, right? You better enjoy that now because it's gonna change. Do that before you have children or or you won't have this time for once she's born. It's a whole different world once they get there. So I want to talk about beliefs. Mm-hmm. So this is your spot and a platform to dive and dissect into a, a your mind, not not my mind, right? But a woman's mind, um, and probably like the women that you coach about, like you get all these beliefs that really aren't yours, and people are planting the seeds inside there of like, sure, oh shit, you know, you're you're only young and pretty once, and your vagina is going to get spread out. Or you're just like, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> those are the things I would tell you just by the way too. So. Oh my god! Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. Like, where did that come from? And the fact that it, maybe you bought into it at one point, I don't necessarily. I didn't know you at that point, but like, I don't think you did. And I know now you don't buy into these beliefs. You create your own beliefs. So talk to me a little bit about other people planting seeds of lies, doubt, insecurity. And, and to be clear, guys, sometimes this is you motherfuckers, right? The, the husbands plant seeds of doubt into their wives. Yeah, their absolutely. Mind. I don't do that to you. I'm, I'm, you don't. I really don't, but like. Thankfully, you really don't. Yeah. Share, share with me. So like, like, where did that come from? Today's post, like, where did that come from? True. So truthfully, let me back up a little bit here. You, you had said at the very beginning of this podcast that roughly you and I started doing this or trying, attempting to do it two years ago, two years ago, I was in a completely different mental space. Like I was essentially like a lot of the wives that are in their husbands, are comebacks were thrown into this all of a sudden, holy shit. My husband went from zero to 100. Um, all this, you know, mindset and, and working and goals. And I was just like, hold the phone. Like you want me to hop on a podcast, talk about all these. You did it. I did. I did do it. So yes, but I was so uncomfortable with it in my, in my own like belief system. I was like, I am nowhere near qualified enough to try and talk to these women about, about anything. Right. So in those two years though, obviously listening to you, pouring myself into everything, the ideologies, the beliefs and everything that, that we continue to live by. Um, ultimately I never would have done it if it wasn't for you. Right. Um, that, that, I don't know that to be true. I do. And neither do you, but you will never know because that's not the case, but I, I mean, fully believe, you know me, I'm going to go off here every, I think everybody can do whatever the fuck they want, whatever they want, how they want, if they want. I believe that as well. However, for, I know for a fact for me, I would not have been in this space that I'm currently in if it wasn't for me watching you, listening to you, seeing what was possible through you. Um, okay. And I think that's fair enough to say. And so, so, so when you look at it as like a wife of a comeback, I completely and utterly was submissive to, to allowing you to lead me into that direction. So, so, so much in fact that I did create my own business for it, that I felt more confident to be able to be like, you know what? I can fucking coach the exact same thing that my husband does. I can take women from zero to 100. I can make them feel more confident, more beautiful, be better mothers, you know? So um, I really wanted to touch base on that first. I want to touch base on something you told me last night too uh, about, because you you mentioned about being on the same page and going from zero to 100. Like you were telling me last night when we first started dating, I mean, we're going, 
after October this year or whatever, September, October this year, we'll be starting embarking on year five. Yeah. Right. And we're going on five years without a fight. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing. It's amazing. But you were mentioning to me last night that, uh, you didn't even know, <laughs> you didn't even know what I am a comeback <laughs> was for like the first two years. I had, I, this is so funny because I had no fucking clue. Zero idea. We would talk. Mark would, you know, in his own world, very, very like focus driven. This is where he's going. This is what he's working on. And because I was still working, I still had my own house that I was living in and we were still like separated at that time. We weren't living together, but, um, I, you would tell me, you know, oh, I got to go work on this or this is what I'm doing. And, and all my friends, they'd be like, so, so like, what's he do? And I would legitimately say, I have no fucking clue what his business is, but he doesn't stop working 24 <laughs> seven. So, so oh. the reason that I wanted to, to bring that up is, um, you know, there's guys in the comeback and we're going to get back on women, but there's yep. guys in the comeback who don't even tell their wives they're part of the comeback because they have such a fear, a doubt and a worry that they, they take this idea, this belief of they're alcoholics, they're addicts, they're sick, or they, they think that they're lying, they're lying to themselves, but they're lying. They don't want their wives to know that they actually are so vulnerable that they need help. And it's funny because even though I would tell you everything, but you didn't clearly know what it was and it's no different than what they do. It's no different than what I did. I just didn't, I didn't do a great job of explaining it. Sure. You didn't, you didn't do a great job of explaining it, but once you did and you were a lot more vulnerable with me on like, Hey, this is where I'm, you casted a future for me, for us at the time where you, you, you literally said, this is what it is. This is what I'm doing. This is how many men I'm going to save. And then only then when you casted that future and I was a part of it, was I able to like buy into that and be like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. This is what it is. How can I, how can I help you? Like, I'm pretty let sure. Me get in, let me get involved. I'm pretty sure at the time that I was building this company, like at that time, I was sitting on my front porch on the days with big headphones <laughs> on, making call after call after call after call, yes. coaching, making videos, driving around. Like, I'll never forget your your big ass headphones. Your I call like your Brian has on right now. Yeah, right now, literally. I think maybe bigger, and they had like a freaking antenna or something. Yeah. They were red. You know, they were red. Yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> but um, but yeah, going going back to the to the post about beliefs and being a woman, being a mom and, and just uh, from a woman's perspective, everything that's thrown at you and handling it. So that way you can become your own mother, your own person, your own, you know, um, I was a really young mom. I was pregnant with Jade. I had Jade when I was 21 and I had Bailey when I was 23. That post came specifically from my own super positive, naive, if you will, mindset. I had them super young. Nowhere in my life was I thinking like, oh my gosh, I have to give up lifting. I have to give up rollerblading. I have to give up surfing. Like that didn't even cross my mind. I was, I was 21. I was young. I wasn't going to allow that to be, be a part of my life where all of a sudden now it's like, oh, I'm having kids. My entire, everything that I freaking love and that lights my life up is going to stop. So why do you, why do you think, um, I mean, you know, your life, right? Yeah. And, and in, in the lethal ladies, there's, there's a wide array of, I mean, some of your friends joined you and then there's ladies that are, they're, they're very successful with their husband and they're, they're older than me. Sure. So it's not about age or anything like that, but what is it, what do you think causes somebody to take that belief pattern that their life the, essentially is over because they over, had kids? Yeah. Right. Like I need to, for the next, and they put on, like they put on weight. Yeah. They probably end up in sexless. 
marriages or lack or not a ton of sex yeah. uh they find themselves maybe with no friends yeah their their best friend is serial killer netflix <laughs> episodes right like you know what i'm saying they watch yeah. that shit but but it doesn't have to be like that well, what do you what and you you had that in a young age but moving forward as you watch these ladies come out of their own self-induced pit of chaotic uh kid-induced insanity yeah what do you think makes them go into it is it society is it societal beliefs is it it's, their their mother's traditional ways i was gonna say a lot of it i i think really boils down to traditional societal values like okay you're a, you're a mother now that is your role right it's like this is the greatest and, and 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 truthfully it is one of the most wonderful it's it's the greatest arguably the the most incredible thing that we're ever going to do with our life raising children right um but but truthfully so many women in lethal ladies one of their biggest complaints is um not complaints but something they want to fix is either two things they want to they want to get closer with their husband they want to be able to think how their husband is thinking you know because you take them from this like i, I call it zero to 100 like mm -hmm. and then two is they want to do things that make them feel good for themselves they get stuck in this role if you will of i'm just a mom i'm just a wife and they live that way for so long that when I ask them these questions of, okay, well, what brings you happiness outside of your role as a mother and a wife, what do you like to do? And a lot of them are just like, well, you know, I like to watch my kids play sports. I'm like, that's wonderful. I know you do, but what do you like to do for yourself? And they're like, oh my gosh, like, I don't even know what I like to do for myself anymore because I haven't done it in, you know, X amount sure. of time. It's where does, where does, it's so sad. Where does that come from? You know, and, and I do, I've had, I've had countless and I'm so thankful for it. Countless women and men message me out, out of, out, and just, and just say, Hey, Kendra, you know what? I think it's so inspiring or you've inspired me that I can actually have kids one day and not give up everything that I love in my life. Like I can, I can do this and still be a great mom. So because yeah, a lot of your friends don't even have kids yet. I a mean, lot of them don't. You just are barely 30 years old. So yeah. And, uh, and so truthfully th that that's exactly where that posts come from. It, it doesn't fit, fit everybody. You know, there's still a lot of women who are like, yeah, you know what? I was really into weightlifting and they're bringing their kids to the gym or they're really into, uh, you know, horseback riding and they're teaching their kids how to horseback ride. But it's for the women who are truly finding themselves stuck in a groundhog's day every single day. So how do you help them get unstuck? Like, how do you help? Exactly. How do, how do I, how I would ask them exactly how I start asking the women and lethal ladies, what do you find joy in? What makes you happy outside of your role as a mother and as a wife? What things do you find exciting? And if they, and if they don't have anything, then I, then I say, you need to go find something. You need to step out of your comfort zone and go try new things. If you like it, if it has a little light that lights up inside of you after you just went, you know, I don't know, horseback riding for the first time in your life, do more of it. If you hated it, try something else. Cause a lot of them, they get stuck. Well, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what I like. I haven't tried anything in 20 years other than being a mom. You got to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. And once you find something that you like, build off of that. Does it make you happy? Do more of it. So you've had a lot of change in your life, right? From, Lots of change. I mean, from, from, from your, pra your past, from you're, uh, you're well taken care of 
as a, as a, as a child. Absolutely. Right? I had a great childhood, great childhood, life great raisings. Good. My parents, um, you know, my dad worked super hard. My mom was a stay at home mom for my entire life. I, I undoubtedly had a wonderful childhood. And then you went off to the war. <laughs> I went off into the military. Right. Yep. I signed up when I was 17, came back, whatever, had some kids came back. Yep. Uh, after the, after time there, things didn't work in that relationship ended up meeting the most amazing dude in the world known as me, right? Mark, Mark J, Mark J. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but the, the change in the opportunities to do things now, specifically, I'm talking directly to some of the wives who we serve it. We serve a certain type of man, right? It's not about who Absolutely. they are as a, like not what they do. Sure. Right. Sure. We have very, very successful people, right? I'm successful. They're successful. It's not about the success, the money they have, but the man that they are, the guy inside who's a, a provider and, um, of opportunity and creation, they bring more, I guess, resources to the table to help. Like I did, I, I was able to take you and show you a life that you never know existed. Absolutely. You did. So talking directly to basically the comeback wives, cause I think that's where Ryan's going to go ahead and dump this thing uh, amongst other places. He's going to yep. dump that, dump that there. An excuse. A lot of the ladies have is that oh, I can't afford it. Sure. Right. When the reality is they can afford it. They can totally They're afford just it. Fucking like, you, you can't afford not to. Yeah. Just like you can't afford not to have coaching and community and connection and all these things. Right. Yeah. But what they're really doing is they're having these fears and these doubts and insecurities of what if I fail or what if I like, like, what if I don't like, or what if I look like an idiot, right? I got to put my sweatshirt on in the summer because I'm fucking 40 pounds overweight instead right. of just living your most authentic, powerful woman self that you can be. Yeah. So I've been able to bring you opportunities because I mean, not, I'm, I'm not going to toot my own horn here, but like. You I, absolutely have. You, you know, yeah. I, I've, I've taken you to, uh, you've seen things. You're, I mean, you're getting to meet Rick Ross in two weeks, right? Like, I'm so excited. And going on, you know, doing these cool stuff together. And you came from basically on your own, living in a smoke filled apartment when I met you, raising two girls, pretty much doing, doing good, right? I saw something in you, but then also you got all these opportunities in the world and you seized them. Right. There's, a, there's something I want to talk about for these ladies inside there, which is the action behind execution. Right. That decision that you made, you're like, hey, because I remember, and to be clear, like, you wouldn't even. Me and Phoenix talk about it all the time. You wouldn't even want to spend any money, right? You had this belief that oh yeah, like, I was I didn't want deep spend, ingrained. You know, I, I shouldn't spend any of Mark's money, and you still do, to to the magnitude that we live and and we're very very frugal, right, with the way we live our life. But now it's like yeah, I'll buy this shirt or I'll 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 spend this money to go swim with dolphins or whatever it may be. That's all irrelevant. But the ladies out there who don't execute on the action, but live inside of this life of dreams that they don't fulfill. Talk about what that'll do if you never did the things you wanted to do. Right. Like if you never see, I mean, you told me I got to take you on a couple concerts this this year. You got this little bucket list. I hate the word bucket list, right? We talked about that. You, you told me to call it my checklist. Checklist, right? Or a to-do list, yeah. <laughs> to-do list. But um, creating, uh, what would you have felt like? And what the woman out there that's like, man, I really want to learn how to, I don't know, skateboard, right. right? Maybe there's somebody else that wants to skateboard. I really want to learn how to sing, right? I right. know you guys like singing and doing shit like that. Um, but they don't do it because they're, they're really truth is they're afraid. They're terrified. Right. Fuck they're your excuses, number right. one. Sure. But what would that, give some advice to that lady. So the greatest advice that I could give is I would, I would have her literally stand in front of a mirror, look at herself and ask herself, 
what happens if I don't do it? Well, the answer is I'm, you're going to be in the exact same fucking spot, right? What does the rest of your life look like if you what don't is the re- seize this opportunity? Exactly. And then ask yourself the question, what happens if I do try it? And like most women who are terrified and have never gone out of their comfort zone, that 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 right there can be a paralyzing thought, but but you're going to get a byproduct no matter what. And what I mean by that is if if you say for the first time in your life, you want to go scuba diving, maybe a lady's going to say, what happens if I don't go scuba diving? Well, your life's going to be the exact same. What happens if I do? Okay. I don't know the worst case scenario for scuba diving, but if you fail miserably, you have to come up every five seconds for air and for water. The byproduct of that is you fucking tried somewhere in her body, in her mind, in her soul. She's going to be like, fuck. Yeah. It may have not have went the exact way that I wanted to, but the byproduct is I fucking feel somewhat accomplished because I tried something new. And that in itself. I think too, in that situation, more often than not, people try, they actually succeed. True. S- like, so, to so some true. Degree, right? like, so true. I mean, snorkeling. I remember like we went snorkeling oh my gosh, in, so funny. in Bahamas or whatever, <laughs> right? We went snorkeling in the Bahamas and I look over and you're like swimming like a dolphin and a, a mermaid through the water. And I'm like, oh. Like he was choked. literally, he was literally <laughs> drowning. And I was like, looked at this like 200 pound muscular man. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to save him right now because I couldn't breathe. I was taking, <laughs> in, taking in water like the Titanic. But uh, the outcome out of that, that I got was a, me- a memory and now we just went a memory. Yeah. We just went snorkeling in um, Jamaica last week. I was, I would say marginally better. <laughs> right. And, and for, for a lot of women, um, I, I like to bring in like a fitness side of it just because I'm so ingrained as you know, in like lifting and fitness has been my life for 12 years. And it's something that I live, eat, breathe, sleep, and teach our children. But so many of them are terrified to walk into a gym. Oh my gosh. I don't know how to lift the weight. I'm so scared. Uh, what if I look stupid? What if, what if, what if, what if, right? That's not just a, that's just a woman. It's, it's not just a woman thing. That's I know man. this. Yeah. Um, and I have to, and again, I just ask them, Okay, so what happens if you never go into a gym in your life and you stay the exact same? You're going to look at yourself every day, yourself every day. You're going to be depressed, sad, more overweight. So you wouldn't be the same. That's the thing about it. You You'd never, be worse you off. never yeah, stay exa- the same. Yeah, You're either you, growing exactly. or you are dying. There's exactly. no staying There's the no same. There's no in between. What happens if you do walk into that gym? Maybe day one, you look completely foolish, right? When I look back and I think about some of my form lifting, totally ridiculous. But because I wasn't afraid to try something new, because I wasn't afraid to try, I mean, I would consider myself an expert in that field. And that's only because I ever dared to be embarrassed or or look silly. You know, I think I've been lifting for more than half my life. And uh, I don't think I've ever looked at anybody in the gym, whether they're super overweight or super skinny. Oh my gosh, and, and great laughed point. at them. I'm going to say, let me tell, before you even go further, for any person who's terrified to walk into a gym because you think that other more fit people are going to look at you, stare at you, make fun of you, say things, snicker, we do not. Right. It is not a thing. Maybe, honestly, maybe you will get a 15-year-old kid and we all know that that's just a reflection of whatever. But but honestly, it, it's not a thing. Please do yourself. Yeah, you know, like typically, anytime I've because we all start somewhere. But even on this, this is off the topic. But I've always just helped somebody. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, I was teaching a ninety-year-old man how to <laughs> how to use a oh bench, God, how to so how cute. to use the bench, right? That he fell down and I had love to pick it him when up. I ask but, you. but it's yeah. So that's a good point, right? People who walk in with if you think about the gym, and this is another 
another or the fitness F right in our, our seven F's majority of the people who go into the gym, maybe not you, but majority of the, the people, and I bet if you look deep enough, you can find some too. They go in because there's a lack of self-confidence or something they don't like about themselves. They well, want sure. to improve or it's, it, and it might not be to the, to the look, but it might be the feel like, hey, I feel lethargic. I don't have enough energy right. and they go to improve themselves. The reality is most people inside of the gym, they, they weren't great and fit at that point. They decided to just make themselves better. So most people are willing to give not a hand out, but a hand up like, Hey man, come and try this lifestyle. Absolutely. One of the, one of the greatest, and I will never forget it in my entire life. One of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. I remember, I'll never forget. It was in El Paso, Texas. When I had first, like right after Jade was born, it was a gym that was right down the road. And this is me again, starting to like ingrain myself into gym culture. I was young. I wanted to be, I wanted to remain fit. I wanted to be healthy for my daughter. Anyways, I looked so silly and I say silly because there is proper form that you have to use while lifting. It's just safe. It's, you know, you know, um, I had a, a girl come up and she was probably like a bikini competition girl, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think she must've saw me like eye glimpse, eye glimpse, you know, like looking over, checking out, making sure I'm doing the form. She came over to me and she said, if you ever have a question about how to lift or do something. She's like, oh my gosh, I would be more than happy to help you. In that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, all I have to do is be somewhat vulnerable with people and tell them my true feeling. Like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm actually kind of nervous about coming in here and lifting, or I'm kind of nervous about asking some of these questions about uh, um, the company or, you know, in any sense, be vulnerable, be open about it. 99% of the time, people want to help you. People want to make you feel comfortable, right? I'll never forget that. I was so grateful for her. One of the, one of the things that have made me successful or have made these, you know, we get millions of people that tune into my shit each, each month was because I'm not afraid to tell them what I suck at. Exactly. And we just had a meeting a little bit ago. Um, and we're getting way off topic, but I, that's fine. You can do something with this, but we just had a meeting a little bit ago talking about the my, my whole premise on the video is, hey, we're, I call or this media is I call this media because certain things I don't know how to do that I suck at. Sure. There's things I do amazing better than everybody else, but there's certain things I don't know how to do. And this one thing I don't know how to do is fucking hurting me. It's holding me back. Help me. How do I do this better? Yeah. So if we tie that into the conversation we were having for the, for the, wives. the start of this, the wives or ladies, whoever listens to this thing comes down to, to one word, belief. Belief. You're either going to believe you can or you can believe you can't. What you, what you choose to believe in your life will happen or will not happen, right? If you choose to believe that you are nothing more than a mother and you're going to have Groundhog's Day every single day, I'm sorry, that's going to be your life. But if you choose to believe that I get to live a life filled with adventure, I get to teach these babies that I created how to live a life filled with passion and fun and adventure, guess what you're going to have? You're going to have a life, that. Life of passion and adventure. Exactly. So I, 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 truthfully, and it makes me sad and to each their own, you know, but, but I'm, I'm only 30. I was, I'm thankful every day that I had my children young. I can't imagine, um, my life turning out any other way. Like I, I look at that as a blessing a hundred percent, but so many women don't want to have kids or they're, or, or, or they've said, you know, I've never thought about having kids because I'm terrified of what it's going to do to my career, what it's going to do to my, my life or blah, blah. So making that post and, and, allowing women to see a dip, different perspective that guess what you can do all of that stuff and more 
with your kids. I think that post talks, the reason I brought it up is I think it talks to a wide array of people, men and women, right? Men like, and women, yeah, like, and that's so accurate. You know, Even guys are afraid to start a family or holding off, hold off, hold off, because I gotta I gotta get here, I gotta get here, I gotta achieve this, which is honorable. I, I understand that from a, a male's perspective. I think that men hold off on having a family because they still want to fuck a party. That's probably <laughs> that, true. That's my, that's my reality, right? They want to they yeah. want to they want to still have a fun time. They just don't age as quick. Sure. You know, I didn't have Phoenix I was 29. I mean, even women think that way though. You know, or I hear it so rats. I hear it so many times. I don't want to I don't want to wreck wreck my oh, body. Yeah. It makes me cringe. I understand the way of thinking. I I get it. Trust me, I, I'm not I'm not downplaying. I don't want to wreck my body by having a kid, but I'm going to go out and get <laughs> completely smoked this weekend. And I'm going to drink. Get hammered, have sex with random dudes, and then wake up and eat some McDonald's. But hey. Hey, I don't want to wreck my body. <laughs> but but the truth is, it's it's because they don't think that, oh, shit, maybe I should, after my child, I can lift and I can exercise. And I can, it's like, it's like a, they don't think about that. That's a whole other topic we talk about. That's You don't want to get me on that one. Li living with, well, living with intention. Sure. That, that's something else, right? A, a heightened awareness of intention um, to, to the details that truly matter in everything you do in your life. I don't, we could say that for another conversation, but really actually living with intention and desire to, to create something cool. I think many men and women just go through life letting the things happen to them. And what's interesting about it is they can hit whatever success is to them. They can hit like huge, more success than me. Yeah, but sure. what they really do is they never hit their fucking potential. And that's the sad part, right? Like, and I think that's where a lot of women get like that, that frustration, that internal frustration, especially, and I'll, I can only speak for myself, but when I was, I, I, when I, my belief was that I'm just a mom and every night, you know, I had a great job. I had, I was, I was happy, right? I was happy because I, I had a roof over my head. I was feeding my kids. I had a great job. Um, but at night, like I said, I, I would go to bed and I would be so unfulfilled. And I, and I would ask myself, what, what's missing? What is missing? How do I, how do I, I love being a mom. I love my kids. I love my job. Right. But how do I find this void that is inside of me? How do I fill that? I, it, it's interesting you say that. Cause I asked myself the same thing when I was building the comeback and building everything in my life and that for, you know, faith, I need to believe I could do it. Finances, I had to go work harder than anyone else. Family, I had to go earn for Phoenix, make sure he's okay. Fitness, go to the gym. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I still feel empty. Mm -hmm. And it was when I decided that I could create a future of whatever I wanted, that I was able to put some intention on the emotions to build and create and have and honor and love and integrity. All these yeah. cool things showed up in my life. I mean, you talk about rollerblading. I talk about legend, uh, legacy. Right? And, that, and, that's what switched for me. And truthfully, you already had because you were already like light years ahead of me when it came to like mindset and growth and development and personal development and all that. But even for me, I didn't in, in my apartment, like as when we were dating five years ago, I didn't have a freaking clue on any of that. All I knew was trying new things, whether that was putting on rollerblades and going for a rollerblade, hiking in the woods, all the, all free things, because, you know, sure. I, you know, that's what I had to do. Trying new things and being okay with sucking at it or maybe not being phenomenal at it at first, trying new things is what got me out of that, that comfort zone and being like, okay, you know what? I can, I can, I can try new things. I can try and find a passion through this. And honestly, that's when I started dabbling in like, Hey, who needs help with weightlifting? I, I found something that made me happy really, really happy. And I built off of my, my passions and my purpose off of that. And now it, it's grown into not only 
physical, like helping women physically in the gym. But now because of you and, and the growth and wherever it's now I can help them mentally, right. With confidence, with, with motherhood, with their husbands. And that's that, what I was saying, that never would have happened if I never would have tried or dared to try new things. I would have still been that same young, somewhat fit, very poor, very average woman in my apartment. What you said, you said a lot there. I mean, there's a whole different, I could take it a bunch of different ways, but what you really said was, if you have a problem that actually can solve, you don't have a problem. And many problems are created obviously by yourself and belief patterns. And the only way to not take action is if you're dead. And the truth is you're not dead. So get up and fucking live. Fucking live. The end. The end. Live. Like that's it. And too many people overcomplicate it. Um, They don't see the, they get stuck in these beliefs. They get stuck in the, the everyday. They get so paralyzed by the thought of what they have to do instead of actually just doing it. Oh my gosh, what happens if I, if I, you know, I'm not going to do the Just, just go do it. So let's give these guys a takeaway on on what they can do. And really it's, it's just on action for the, for the guys out there. What I would do as far as an action, if you're listening to this, you haven't, the one action you can do right now is share it with your wife. Like just, just share with her and say, Hey man, maybe there's a different, there's a different side of the world that you could look at. You talked about how I was light years in front of you and and self-development. I used to literally roll around way before I met you listening to Tony Robbins CD tapes, doing cocaine off the tapes and drinking beer all day long, but listening to the fucking thing. So I've been putting Tome top of mind awareness, this information in my mind for a long time. Um, but the, you didn't know it. And I guarantee some of the guys that are listening to what I do, or maybe they're on other places, they haven't transferred that over to their wife. So my call to action for the dudes is to share this with them. Right? right. Like, like share this podcast with them, share it with, share it with maybe your mom. It doesn't matter. Share it with somebody, take an action step to actually spread the message that if you have uh, action solves all. And, and for the ladies out there that's hearing this thing, she's like, you know what? I want to fucking do this, but I'm, I'm afraid. Talk to that lady. And you know why I could say something that's, that's from a different perspective, just a little bit. Yes. The men absolutely need to share or, or allow their show their, show their wife a different path or, or, Hey, maybe you should try this, but really allow her to be her most authentic self. I mean, how many times that's another podcast it is. I know, but I I have to say that because there's been so many things that I've come up to you and I'm like, I want to try this ridiculous things that I'm sure even, even though you've never said it out loud, but you've allowed me to feel comfortable enough to be like, Oh my gosh, I want to try raising chickens or I want to try doing this. Right. So that's huge. And, and for allowing those husbands to have like that safe space for their wife to feel fucking comfortable enough to say that, because I guarantee there's a husband or a wife out there. A wife is too embarrassed or intimidated because their, their connection and their marriage has been so cut off for so long that she's not going to feel comfortable going up to her husband saying, I want to go to the gym and I want to lose a hundred pounds. He's going to say, ha, yeah, fucking right. Good luck. Right. A, a lot of, right. Um, right. Or they look at he them. shouldn't, but and he might not. He might not physically say it, but he's gonna think. I can think of clients right now that are like their wives have put on all this weight. They got the world by the balls, and they they've just lost attraction to them. And they're not trying to get anything back. And part of the reason they're not getting it back is because the wives don't take action. Right. They became they became victims, which we could do another podcast. Well, yeah, on that but as well. but it, but just for the wives, just for the wives, the my two biggest takeaways: action above all, and what you choose to believe is going to create your life. So perfect. 
Love All right, it. that's it for today's episode, and we will be back next week. Until then, talk to you soon.